Hi guys, welcome back to the To All The People podcast. My name is Janelle Roberts. I am your host and this is season two. First and foremost, I know I said I was going to take a little hiatus, but like I was not expecting to leave for a good five or six months. But in full transparency, your girl needed a break, not from you guys, but just so I can go focus on some other things that I have in my life. As you can see right now, and if you're watching on YouTube or if you're watching this from TikTok or vice versa or whatever, we are in my office. I have been posting about it a little bit on social media. I took the leap of faith and I thought, why not go ahead and start my own podcast media company? Um, there's so many different things that I want to do. I want to make short films. Maybe I'll turn this into a network. I don't know. We're just going to see how it goes. But I took the leap of faith and I decided to uh, <laughs> move into like a six, not 6,000, 2,000 square foot office with six rooms. And I think it's just pretty crazy and wild how God will work out for you. And I really want this first episode to be about taking the leap and learning to just let go. And sometimes you have to jump to know that you can fly. Sometimes you have to take that leap and sometimes you'd be surprised to see that you won't fall. You'll actually fly. I think 2023 was very difficult for a lot of us in a lot of different ways. I was able to really pay attention to the relationships that I had in my life. I ended up losing a 14-year friendship. Um, I ended up kind of shedding a lot. It was definitely the year of shedding. It was definitely the year of shedding. So many of you have been messaging me. You're like, when are you coming back on? Like, I need something to listen to on my morning runs, on my daily walks, all this different stuff. And you guys have no idea how much it means to know that you love the podcast. I've worked really hard to try to make this season so much better than the last season. The last season was all about trauma and all that other shit. This season is going to be a little bit more unhinged, a little bit more fun. This is going to be about laughing to keep from crying. This is going to be about finding our own personalities because I do feel like when you are healing from tra from trauma and kind of like a fucked up upbringing, in a way you can kind of lose your personality. And I feel like this was the year that I started getting minds back. I don't think I could go back to the way that I was before, before all of the trauma, before everything. But I do think that we come out as different people. Um, I don't want to say like your personality changes completely. You just will never be the same. You just won't be the same. I just cannot believe that we closed out the season with over 300,000 listens. Our highest episode hit like 24,000 downloads. We got up to almost 10,000 followers. Like that is massive. Like this season is going to be lit. Like I'm not going to hold you to it. Like it's so funny because I had made a post and <laughs> I'm just rambling to just kind of catch you guys up with everything. But I had made a post on uh, TikTok and I was like live on TikTok and like I do not, if you notice, my content has shifted a lot, but like um, people will ask questions about how do you heal from trauma and all those different stuff. And I just commented and I was just like, hey guys, like I love y'all, but like we're moving on from this shit. Like we're still going to have tr like conversations about healing and stuff, but not at the expense where we just want to sit in our stuff because I honestly feel like being too knowledgeable or being too aware of your circumstances can actually make you more depressed. Like I'm not even kidding. Like that, that whole thing about knowing too much can make you more depressed is very, very true. And I don't want us to keep overanalyzing our situations. I want us to acknowledge it. This is it. This is how it is. And I want us to kind of learn how to not move on from it, but move through it. So when I was on TikTok Live, someone made a comment and they were just asking, how do you heal from trauma, blah, 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 this. And I just responded, I was like, you know, I love y'all, but like, 
I will not be talking about trauma. Like we'll, we'll talk about it, but not that much. I just feel like I was in a box and someone commented on my TikTok, like the live and he, and the guy was like, I'm gonna be honest, girl, I love you, but thank God I was getting tired of the trauma conversations because girl, there's so much more to you. And then I was just like, oh shit. And then I remember I was having a conversation with my cousin and I said to her, I was just like, do you feel like I talk about trauma too much? Like, do you feel like this way? And she goes, you know, you know, Janelle, you know, I just don't want you to get into a box and yada yada. Like the nice way of saying, yes, bitch, you talk about that shit way too fucking much. Like get the fuck over it. And then I had a conversation with Luke about it. And Luke is my fiance, if you guys don't know. And I said to him, do you think I talk about trauma too much? And he was just like, I think that you are one of the funniest people I know and I don't and you have like such a great sense of humor you're very very smart but like I don't think that like your audience gets to see that side of you because you've been in this process of healing and I'm like damn so y'all are all collectively thinking the same thing but isn't it beautiful to have people around you that let you sit in your stuff and don't judge you you get what I'm saying I've I've had a couple of friends not a couple of friends, but I've I've been really able to see who loves me and who doesn't, who's for me and who isn't. I think this year was the year that I was able to make, well, 2023 was the year that I was able to make um, content creating a full-time job for myself. Like there was one month, one of my highest months was like $40,000. I was honestly so shook, not even kidding. And it was just one of those things where I just kind of like feel like I lost a 14-year friendship and it was it honestly felt like getting a divorce and I remember making a TikTok about it and so many people commented and they were just like oh my gosh like no one talks about friendship breakups like they just don't because you never come out of it the same and I'm like that is so true like it is so true so basically I had a 14-year friendship and it was with one of my closest longest friends I've had friendships that are longer than that one I, me and this friend never had problems or arguments or anything like that, but I also think a part of me was walking around on eggshells without realizing it, and I also think, you know, I was idolizing this person, not in a, not in a way where, like, I'm like, oh my god, they're so great, but I think I put this person on a pedestal in my life because they meant so much to me, and I think that's when the heartbreak hurts the most because, they will let you down and they will hurt you. However, me and this friend had never had any situations. It was great. But this friend had brought another person around me, another girl around me, and she was a full-blown sociopath. Like, I don't want to say, I don't want to just say that to be rude, but I'm going to be straight up with y'all. He brought a sociopath into my life. And she did not look like me at all. She's not the same color as me. She is not a person of color, so I want you to let that resonate because when I was make when I posted this on TikTok, some people were like, maybe she just admired you. And I was just like, I didn't mention her race or her ethnicity because if I actually mentioned the fact that this woman was fully appropriating a black woman, I think that would be a whole other conversation. I think that would be a whole other conversation. And the undertone of it was microaggression, microaggressive. So basically this girl came around me y'all it was some bullshit I it was crazy we became friends very fast we were traveling together but there were there was always she would always do something weird like I remember I went 
And and this person comes from generational wealth. I do not. Like y'all know I got it out the gutter. Like your girl got it out the gutter. Like boy, we used to be we used to be down in the ditches real, real, real bad. So this person, she had went and I remember I had got like my dream car. And she was like, Oh, I'm gonna sell mine and go get one too. So she went and got the exact same car as me. Literally. And then I had drove it for like 19, 18 months. And then I was like, okay, it's just, I just want to sell it. Like, you know, like, I think it's just time. Like, I want to move into something different in my life and personally invest in my own office. This place has no, this office has no loans, y'all. Like, we did this ourselves, like, for real, for real. I've been thankful for Luke because Luke has really given me the space to really focus on this office in its entirety. Like, he's he's just been so supportive. Like, he understands that most of my money is going towards this. So I am thankful, and I do need to give him his flowers because I don't think I could have done this if it wasn't for someone just giving me the space to really just focus on this. So that I really do appreciate that. But um, so basically, she... We, me and her had take a trip one time, and I remember I was buying Luke a gift. I got him, like, some cologne, and she was in a different, completely different department store, and she comes back, and she goes, oh, what did you get Luke? I was like, oh, I got him this, and she goes, oh, my God, I need to get my, I need to get my, my uh, fiancé the exact same thing. So she went and got her fiancé the exact same thing. She'd make comments, like, I wish my fiancé dressed like yours. Like, I wish she had your sense of style. Um, she would just lie a lot. Like, she would – and you know something? I have no problem with people just saying I received help because I, I think it's admirable to admit that, like, you come from a family that – you know, ha- is serving you and making sure that you're good. Hell, I want to be that type of person, honestly, in, in general. And she would complain about, you know, working for her dad and stuff and all this different stuff. And in my mind, I was just like, we are not on the same, like, playing field. And, like, I honestly feel like it's kind of rude to complain to someone about your very active father who has handed you a business to a girl that doesn't have any parents. You know what I mean? So it was just one of those situations so besides her doing all that, she even tried to come on to my significant other. That was a whole other thing. I'm not even kidding. Like, it was cr- it was a crazy situation. I remember one time she was sitting next to me, and she just followed Luke on social media. And I don't want to make this all about Luke, but, like, I am the type of bitch, like, if I am your friend, I don't even know your man's last name. I don't even know his Instagram. I don't know his TikTok. I don't know his social media. I don't know shit about him because that's we're friends. I don't know him. That man is a stranger to me. You can show me him, but I'm sorry. If I saw that man walking down the street, I'm sorry. I don't know, man. In the famous words, Kiki Palmer, I don't know him, period. That's really how I feel about it. So on top of her doing wild stuff, I kept trying to humanize her. And we've talked about this a lot on the podcast. I kept saying over and over and over again, okay, like, Maybe I'm just, like, in my head. Like, she's opened up to me about a lot of the trauma she's experienced. She's talked about how she struggles having female friendships, how she doesn't have any friends in her life, and yada, yada, this. In my mind, I'm like, okay, like, maybe this is just, like, a trauma response for her, so let me humanize her. And humanizing people will keep your ass stuck in a situation way too long. Way too long. And the reality is, is that we keep thinking that people are unaware of their behaviors. No, some people are extremely aware of their behaviors. Some people will have been watching you. Some people have been keeping up with you. And what they do is they want to come into your life and wreck havoc. This girl was already in my DMs years before I even hung out with her, asking where I got things, yada, yada, this, yada, yada, that, already keeping up with my life. So you need to pay attention to that. Some people aren't just coming around to, to because they're just weird. No, some people are coming around to cause, to cause destruction, to destroy your life. And you have to pay attention to that. Because the reality is, is that they don't like you. 
They don't like you. And the moment the vibe gets weird, the moment the energy shifts up, we don't need to be friends anymore. That's really how I feel about it. The moment it becomes too transactional, you're not for me, you're actually against me. So learn to let them go. Like seriously, period, point blank, let them go. So basically, I went to our friend about the situation who I've known for 14 years, we've never had a situation, anything. When I told him about it the first time, he was just like, yeah, she does struggle with her identity. Like, I moved into my dream apartment, and, like, the moment, like, I got approved for my apartment, she started talking about doing an Airbnb out of it. And, yeah, he just kind of took away from my moment. I'm like, okay, so we're on the same page about it. So I was just like, okay, well, since you know her deeper, and this seems to be a thing that's also bothering you, I think it would be important for you to, like, just t talk to her. Like, let her know how it is. Like, just let her know, you know? Just, like, tell her. Because that's what I would do. You know, so he just like he just didn't do that. So I just started pulling back from the friendship and my friend had a party and he wanted me to come. But I had a friend that came in town but he was like, that friend can't come. But I need you to come and still be around this person that makes you uncomfortable. So I go to his party and the entire time she's there, my fiance is trying to duck and dodge her. And y'all keep thinking that it's these single women that be wanting these men, but nah, babes, it's be, it be them girls in them full-blown relationships, I'm telling you right now. So my fiance is ducking and dodging her, feeling uncomfortable. So he literally is like, I'm ready to go, I wanna leave. So me and my friend get into a situation, I'm like, your friend is just weird, I just don't appreciate her being around, blah, 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 this. Like, you, I came to show up for you, it makes me feel uncomfortable that you aren't saying anything, because to some degree, you gotta look at people and be like, okay, like you gotta calm the fuck down. But what I'm learning at this big age is that people will not fight for you the way that you fight for them. People will not do the things that, that you do for them for you in return. That is just the reality. It sucks, but it's the truth. And that's just something that I'm learning. It's quite polarizing, honestly, to know that you can love someone so deeply, but it won't be the same in return. After me and this friend had the situation, I started thinking about, back to a lot of, hindsight is a real thing and we don't pay attention to it. All the signs were there and I kept ignoring them. There was one situation where he had essay one of my friends, if you know what that means, touch them inappropriately, and a bunch of people mentioned it to me. And I was just like, oh no, that's just him. He's just super friendly, yada, 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 this. There was another situation where like he would ask me like questions about how much money I'm making or how am I doing this. And then, and to me, that's microaggressive because I was like, why aren't you asking your other friend this? You're just asking me this. Because what, is it hard for you to believe that a black woman can do what she's doing right now? Is that what it comes down to? And I'm not someone to try to make everything about race, but honestly, the level of microaggressions that you will encounter and feel as you get older is different. It's like people will still be that way, except they say it in a more elegant way that way you that way you can't keep up with what they're saying because the reality is they're wondering how are you able to do it and I'm not how are you able to do this and I'm not this is a friend who house I would go to whenever I was having trouble at home or at school and stuff and I would go stay with him and his dad or whatever one of my closest friends right now that I know now that I'm I'm still the same old Janelle but now that like I am stepping into myself and I'm no longer sad depressed you know and I'm fully stepping into myself and growing into myself now there's questions because the reality is people love when you're down and they love to be there for you and they love a project they love a project but the moment that you start doing better the moment and it's not even it shouldn't even be a comparison thing but the moment that you really start succeeding pay attention to who's around you pay attention to those questions that are being asked because people cannot handle seeing someone who they saw like someone beneath them and that's what it came down to 
people will people will empty out this 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 superiority complex that they have over you, this intellectual high that they're greater than and yada yada this. So when I called out the friend about the situation and sent him a message, I literally said to him, I didn't know that I needed to be as authentic to you if I knew that this person didn't have to be. Mind you, this person is super homophobic. She like just a lot of weird things that I kind of overlooked. And you know what I'm saying? Just trying to be a good person. And his response was very weird weird just a very weird response and it didn't make any sense and I just couldn't do it like I just had to let it go and the people that have been fizzling out in my life it's it's crazy because God is just simply just removing them there was times where like we would all three go eat together and then I would you know go to the store next door and they'd be like oh yeah we're gonna leave and I would walk out and I would see them in the car just talking to each other when I've been in the store for hours I'm just like are y'all talking about me you know what I mean just things like that that I paid attention to that I paid attention to, you know, so that has been interesting, like, I had made a, a TikTok about the whole situation, about if your energy shifts towards me, we're done, and there was another influencer that I had became somewhat close with, and she made it, she made us close friends, I had already gotten weird signs, like, that's the thing, people, like, the weirdness that you feel from people, you need to pay attention to that shit, and that's, and I'm just talking about it right now, because y'all, like, this year has been insane and I'm learning that people cannot go where you are headed so you must cut them off and stop holding on to these soul ties that you don't even realize is soul ties these people are just leeching on to you and yes there are good people but if you have a gut feeling about it listen to it please and if you and if you can't let it go God will will remove them I had went, I remember I had went to like this event that one of my homegirls, Kenzie, invited me to. And it was with like another, one of my other friends there. She's an influencer. And we were the only women of color there. And she was standing behind me the entire time. I turned around and like, she didn't even, I had to speak first. It was so weird. Someone that I hang out with, someone that I see on the regular. Like, and I just kind of felt in my spirit, I was like, she doesn't like me. Like, that's what it is. She just doesn't really like me that much. There were so many other situations that moved, that like kind of leaned up, like that kind of revved up to that. There were situations where she would make comments or it would be like, oh my God, you're doing so good, but you should do this. Like that invalidation. This is a completely different person. And I just feel like after the friendship breakup happened, all of the other people, the, the, the people around me that weren't there for me, they begin to fizzle out. And the relationships that are there and the people that do care, they begin to outshine those other ones because people will love you unconditionally. They'll love you when you're broke. They'll love you when you're rich. They'll love you when you're happy. They'll love you when you're sad. Those are the type of friendships that we need to lean on. Those are the type of people that we need to lean on. Because some people just want to be around you, to take from you, to use your ideas, and to also make sure that you never, ever step into your light. Because if you step into your light, oh, babes, it's going gonna, it's gonna to threaten their dignity. It's going to threaten them. It's going to make them feel uncomfortable. It's going to make them question their morals. It's going to make them depressed. It's going to make them feel depleted. It's going to make them feel sad. It's going to be a whole fucking thing. I'm telling you right now. So step into yourself. Because once you, and the prayer of all prayers that I always say all the time, it's to always say to God, please, God, if they're not for me, remove me. And boy, I said that prayer and baby, listen, listen, the one, the separate situation with the other friend that I made, a newer friendship. And this was, this is a newer friendship that I made. Um, 
I just kind of fell back. There was not a situation. It just kind of hit me like this person doesn't really like me that much. So I fell back. And I have a, a really close friend. Um, and she, it's the, the girl had added my friend to her close friends list to talk about me. To talk about me. And my friend was like, I unfollowed her. That is inappropriate. That is wild because she put me in there to make me dislike you, Janelle. And it was so obvious she was talking about you. And she was like, and she she said that she blocked you. And I was like, when was this rant? She's like, this rant was like a week ago. I didn't even know she was blocked. That's the crazy thing. It's 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 also like it's 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 life is so crazy to me. Like I'm not. This has been the year of shedding. 2023 was the year of shedding. 2023 was the year of letting go. 2020, like, it was the year of, of, of letting go of soul ties, even the ones that we couldn't let go. I couldn't see the signs with my 14-year friendship. I couldn't, I couldn't see them. I couldn't see them. But the people that loved and cared about me, they saw it since we were kids. This person's a little strange. He does weird things. I don't like the way that he talks about certain things. He's a little too touchy-feely. All of these things that I was not paying attention to. Like, it's wild. Hindsight is real. Developing is real. It's a real, real, real thing. And I think no matter how much we tug and no matter how much we try to hold on, deep down we know that certain relationships are not for us. We know it. We feel it. We feel it. And the reality is, is that some people struggle with acknowledging and realizing that you can't have both. You can't have that friendship and that relationship in this next chapter of your life. It don't work like that. You cannot have both. You cannot have both. You cannot be split between two. You can't. You simply cannot. And I remember when I was talking to my therapist about the 14-year friendship, she had asked me a question. She was like, does that girl give him money? And I was like, she does. And she goes, well, there you have it, Janelle. There you have it. Let them be. And the reality is he mirrors her because they are the exact same people. It's predatorial behavior. It's not okay behavior. And I know I just, like, ranted about that, but, like, I just thought I would really share in depth about what has been going on. Like, I've literally been holding on to the people in my life that feel like <sighs> it's hard you know I talk often about not having parents and it's a real thing if I'm distracted if I'm going through something there's no one to call but like my fiance and my close friends but then to some degree I don't want to call them all the time I don't want them to like stop their life and getting to a point to be able to control and handle my own emotions and knowing that I am loved is something that I will never take for granted. However, there are moments that does come up where we will feel it and where we do feel it, you know, and I think it's important to learn to let go of these soul ties and to let go of this trauma. I don't want to spend every episode of to all the people talking about this. I don't. Literally, I want to come on here and make you guys feel good about yourself. I want to come on here and make you laugh. Like, there's so many amazing women and stories that are just going to transpire on this set. We are going to be using a lot of profanity. I have a potty mouth. I'm not going to hold you to it. There is going to be a lot of laughter. I want to talk about a lot of things. I want to talk about sex. I want to talk about love. I want to talk about relationship. I want to talk about spirituality. I want to talk about all of the above. You feel me? I want to talk about it all of the above. Like, that's how I feel. This is the season of letting go. 
this 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 next chapter is about letting go people kept planning these 2024 goals and everything and I literally felt like I don't even have anything I want right now but to maintain what I've been doing I've been spending the last couple of years planting seeds and if you have not been in the season of planting seeds it is time now and what that means is that it is time for you to gradually start moving into those spaces that you want to be in and I hate the idea of like oh you need to befriend people to get to where you need to get to but babes the only friend you need to have when it comes to your dreams is God that way you can be around people that love you and that way it's not transactional because leaning on other people to get you to where you want to get to in life it's not the wave it ain't ever gonna be it you're gonna encounter a lot of fucking weirdos and I'm telling you right now I'm telling you right now planting seeds means you are thinking about the longevity of your life it might not come right now but because you have taken the time to start writing that book you've been writing it may not be published probably for another two years but because you stay up and you're like okay I'm gonna try to at least write one chapter every other week that's called planting the seeds it's called slowly building so you can harvest fruit so your life can be fruitful and beneficial so you can have everything that you want it's time to wake up it's time to snap the fuck out of it and it's time to get the ball rolling literally and that's really 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 the truth I know it's scary I know it's painful but don't put too much pressure on the way that things look or how they should be or how it should feel because no that's not a reality that we can keep up with there's not there's not that's that's not that's not really a reality and I feel like it is so important for you to wake up Feel it, allow yourself to feel it, and allow yourself to move on from it. I think it is so important to focus on on how we're feeling in this moment, where we are in life, present time and place. I say this as I'm like staring out of my window of my office and seeing this gorgeous Dallas skyline. I think it's okay to say that you're proud of yourself. Being proud of yourself doesn't mean that you're bragging you're proud of yourself if you put in the time and the work and the energy be fucking proud of yourself this year's about stepping into our light and that's that's the truth that's the reality there's been so many different changes that are happening um the office will be open february 10th i'm really excited i will be putting something out there I will be having dinner parties where you guys are welcome to come. There will be tickets. There will be food. There will be limited number of seats, but I will be having them here at my studio. I'm really excited about it. And I will be posting like a full um, YouTube tour of everything once we're up and running. But there's going to be, this is the year of harvesting the fruits that we've been planting, the seeds that we have been planting. Things are coming into fruition. And somebody was like, do you know what 2024 added up means? It means eight. The number eight, but also eight. Because we're going to eat up this year. And that's how I feel about it. And I'm going to leave it at that. Because this, this was our catch up. This was the catch up of letting it go, starting over 2023. What are our goals look like? What's the plan? How, where do we want to be? Where do we want to meet ourselves? There's so many wonderful things to be happy about and grateful for. And I think one thing that I want to do is actually close out the first episode with a prayer. The second episode is going to be so much fun. I'm bringing on 
uh, someone else. I don't know yet. I'm just still trying to figure out how I want to organize the podcast because there's so many different amazing women, but I just want to figure out how I want to organize the podcast. But yeah, let me just go ahead and close out with a prayer. I have been trying to go to church more, but I just want to go out and close out the prayer. Dear God, I pray that you be with us as we move into this next chapter of our life. Whatever is not for us, please remove it. Please let it go. Please take it away. We pray that in this removal that you replace all of the things, all of the fear and all of the worry with love and light. I pray that you teach us to step into our light, to step into our calling, to step into ourselves. I pray that you uplift our voices, God. I pray whatever feelings that we are feeling, the neglect, the trauma, the hurt, that you help us move throughout it in a gracious way, God. I pray for anyone that is feeling alone that is listening to this podcast, God. I pray that you be with them and know that they are not alone. Know that there are people around them, people that care. And if there aren't people around them that know this and that do care, I pray that you bring people around them that do. No more transactional relationships, God. We need relationships that ebb and flow, God. And I pray that you be with us because 2024 is the year where we're eating. 2024 is the year where we're planting seeds. And is the year that we are going to harvest. And is the year we're going to laugh our behinds off. 2024 is a year of serving ourselves and focusing on ourselves. Amen. I hope y'all like this prayer. Oh my God. I didn't know how I was going to do this podcast today, like the first one, but I just wanted to do an introduction. And I, my biggest takeaway this year was not everybody is for you, even when it is the relationships that we get to choose. And I think the situation with the friendship breakup was really hard because when we've been disappointed in our personal relationships with family and stuff, I think we go about in hopes with thinking that we're choosing good people around us. So the, the disappointment feels different when you, when you, when you seek out friendships with people that are mirroring the relationships that you have with your parents without even realizing it and it's okay because we're humans I think that's what's so scary because we don't get to choose our parents however however we can choose our friends and if you're a perfectionist like me then you sometimes feel very heavy when you don't get it right and that's okay it's okay to shed this was the year of shedding 2023 was the year of shedding I love you guys so much. Oh my gosh. I'm so grateful for you all. You have no idea. Um, I'm going to do a little office tour soon. So I'll probably try to save it for the next episode so you guys can see it. But um, I love you guys. I hope you have a great day. And if you haven't, please be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel. I will be posting more and you can watch all of these videos on YouTube. But happy 2024. It's time to shake ass and a thong on a yacht and live our best life. <laughs> All right, peace out. Bye.